everybody, and welcome once again to Starship Podcast Warlock. My name is Drew. My name is Jeff. And we are watching AbFab. Season 4 of uh, Starship Podcast Warlock is all about AbFab. But season 1 uh, of AbFab at this point. Absolutely fabulous, which I never say. It's just AbFab. It feels weird to call it absolutely fabulous. It feels inefficient. It does. It is inefficient. All names of television shows should be efficient. Right, like, you know, Python and uh, um, Adder. <laughs> and Shadows? I mean, Hitchhiker, Which I just watched sure. the first two episodes of the third season of. Oh, interesting. Um, you know, Thrones. Um, mm, yep, mm-hmm. I mean, Westworld is Westworld, or it's World woo. West. Uh, woo, yeah. Woo, woo. <laughs> Did you see the latest episode of Woo? <laughs> uh, All right, this is absurd. But fun. Uh, what if? Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you've gotten this far, you know what we do. Um, we're watching an episode of AbFab. Uh, very shortly, we're going to sync up so that you can listen to us talk over the best bits. Uh, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Um, and you'll be screaming at us that we're wrong, but you won't be able to do anything about it. Except for tweet at us. We are at Starship Warlock. No podcast in the middle on Twitter. Uh, I have I'd to love ask, to hear from you. Yep. Have have we actually gotten tweeted at, tweeted, twet? Uh, I was afraid you'd bring that up. Uh, the answer is no. In the entire okay. time, <laughs> I'll be honest. The entire time of doing this podcast, no one has tweeted at us. Which all right. Well, there you go. The first person to actually tweet at us um, gets a ham. We will send you a ham. Or D- if you're vegetarian, don't listen the, to him. The um, the veggie ham equivalent of your choice. Okay, in that case, uh, Jeff, you are responsible for the ham. I will totally be responsible for it, but I'm not on okay. Twitter, so you will have to tell me. Okay, I will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're a tag team here at Starship Podcast Warlock. Pretty much. You know, we divide up the labor fairly fairly equally. You know, I edit the episodes and put them up, and Jeff buys the hams. Yeah. Seems equitable. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh because today's episode of AbFab is called France, uh, and it's called that because they go to France, uh, we, thought we'd, we thought we'd talk about travel. And as is the case with many of these topics, uh, even though I suggested it, uh, I actually don't have that many travel stories to tell, but I do have some. And Jeff, I know you have a lot more because you're much better traveled than I am. I got started pretty late in life, but I've been trying to catch up in the worst way. Yeah, I I am still lagging way behind on that. Uh, my parents were not big on like international travel or anything like that. I did not leave the country. The first time I left the country ever was uh, on a class trip to Quebec in high school. I that was me me too actually. My my yeah. parents. Uh, well, my mom traveled in her single days, but my dad. My, my dad to this day is, I mean, he's afraid of just about everything. And, and I mean, in terms of travel, he's like, well, I wouldn't go, want to go to London because I wouldn't be able to understand the language. And then I would get mugged and know what to know, not what to do. And I don't know the, the laws in the foreign country. And I, 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 you know, get in trouble and die. <laughs> I mean, as, so like, as everyone who travels does. And, and yeah, as I pointed out, but it doesn't matter. So, yeah, we never did international travel. Interestingly enough, they honeymooned in, in Montreal. But I suspect that was like the last time mom got her way in that way. Uh, and, and we wow. did go on a, on a class or, or we did, my parents did take me after I took a year of French, uh, to, uh, to Montreal and, and Quebec, um, in which I was too scared to order from the menu, even at McDonald's. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what's yeah. funny is, is that's exactly yeah. what we did. We, we stopped at a fast food restaurant along the way. I, I can't remember exactly how far North we were. Um, and I don't know how many people did. I, I did attempt to order in French, and of course they talked back in English, and I felt like a fool. I don't think I used French for the rest of the trip, because uh, you didn't need it. Of course you didn't need it. It's only Canada. So <laughs> What a slogan. It's only Canada. It's only Canada. It's harmless. Um. Um, <laughs> but I did love it. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed visiting Canada every time I've gone. Uh, we did go to Toronto a lot when we were in... Uh, when we were in college, uh, since it's it's actually very close to Rochester, although it's farther around the lake uh, than it really needs to be. There was no ferry in those days, so we had to drive all the way around through Buffalo to uh, to get to Toronto. But I love Toronto. It's a very fun city. 
Uh, and for someone who hasn't traveled very much, it's exotic and strange. But yeah, uh, let's yeah. let's take this continent by continent, I guess. Okay. Um, since well, a- actually, if we're we don't want to make the whole podcast about this. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going to continue with continent uh, with this continent, then um, then I've been to Mexico twice. Uh, once mm-hmm. was uh, visiting um, uh, Laura's and my best friend uh, Rebecca, who uh, lived at the time in San Antonio, and then we were there in middle of July and hopped in her car, which had no air conditioning. Again, I point out middle of July in Texas and drove two and a half miles to or two and a half hours to Laredo um, and uh, and just hung out and spend the day there back in 1999 when you didn't really have to worry about a passport or anything like that. And that was that was, you know, dipping your toe in right across the border. And that was that was kind of fun. And then um, a few years ago, my my uh, cousin who no longer lives in San Diego, but he did at the time, um, he took us uh, basically and he's retired from the catering business. He he. his wife had just passed away from Alzheimer's. He had a um, uh, he 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 had a lot of time on his hands. So basically, he was like, "Why don't you come visit or whatever?" We we basically hopped in and we took a chartered limo uh, an hour south across the border, San Diego to um, there's very good wine country uh, down there, and so we actually spent a day at a winery. And again, you know, you're not really seeing you know running around and like I'd love to go to Oaxaca or something like that or whatever. So when I say I went to Mexico, it was. You know these little isolated things as far as that goes, but uh, but you know technically counts. <laughs> um, I love that you took a limo there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, um, I you know uh, because Marina's from San Diego, uh, we uh, went across to TJ on uh, various other places uh, a few times when we were there. TJ Max, um, <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> Tijuana Max. Um, but we didn't go too far south until we took uh, what they call the Mexican Riviera Cruise, which is um, Cabo San Lucas, and mm-hmm. then uh, Mazatlan, and then finally Puerto Vallarta. And that was a fun trip. Um, I mean, part of it was spent on the cruise ship, but also part of it was spent doing things like uh, walking around Mazatlan trying to find something to drink because it was super hot and we were super thirsty. Um, so, you know, it, it was a good time. Um, went to the beach. She got stung by a jellyfish. Mm. Lots of adventures. Hmm. Um, and of course we went with our friends from Thailand who play into the next travel story that I have. Nice segue. Go for it. Yes. (laughs) Um, so we went to visit them in Thailand, uh, and that was the first time I got a passport, and it was the first time I'd been off of the continent of North America. So we went out there for 12 days, uh, went to Bangkok, went to Chiang Mai, um, and then finally ended up at Krabi, which is a, an island uh, in the south. And uh, it was fantastic, because they planned it out so well. We got to like roam around and, and shop and see a bit of Bangkok. Um, we went to some historical type places in Chiang Mai and then in Krabi, of course, we relaxed, uh, on the water. We went kayaking and, uh, clam digging and, and everything else. It was oh, that sounds pretty wild. wild. Yeah, it was, it was so time, fun. I have to ask, at one point, did you break into a certain song? No, I don't think I did. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I managed to resist. Okay. Wow. Wow. You're a better man than I am. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's probably the most elaborate trip I've taken anywhere, which, mm. you know, is, is kind of sad, but that's, that's just how it's been so far. Um, there's a lot of reasons that I haven't traveled more, but hopefully the world will return to a state where that is, uh, easier to do than it is right at this very moment. That's true. I mean, I know people that are, tra- I know somebody that is, uh, they, they just hopped a plane to Amsterdam recently and, and they went, well, actually they they went from there to Belgium. Um, and I'm seeing mm-hmm. pictures right now and, and I would love to do that, but like, I feel like it's just, it's just not time for me. Like, I mean, I, I managed to make it to Connecticut to visit my parents when things had eased up a little bit before Delta took hold. But, um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not ready to travel right now. Uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, since we hopped across to Asia, tell me about the yes. places you've been there. Uh, well, the, the only trip that I've done there was that uh, our mutual friend Mora was living in, uh, and Brian were living in uh, Japan, uh, and that was um, 
2013, um, a few months after my, my wife had passed away. And, uh, um, and they, they had been saying, you know, actually before Japan is a very good healthcare system. If you guys want to come visit or whatever, and, you know, not to worry, it's, it'll be safe. And, you know, we never actually ended up doing that, but, um, but once, uh, once she passed and they'd asked again. Um, and so I had, I was actually just looking for a new job at that point. This was the week where like everything happened. Um, I, mm-hmm. uh, I um, had opening weekend for for Rudigore, which was my return to the stage um, for um, uh, after after Laura's passing. That you know, okay, then I'm I can you know get on stage and, and do stuff again. Um, so there was there was opening weekend for that. There were auditions and callbacks for uh, the Mikado at uh, Stanford, the show that the two of us did together. Um, and I had three interviews that week. Um, Apple, Google, and VMware dip back to back to back. Um, wow! And then, and then, second week of uh, of Rudiger, After which, I found out that I got um, I got the job at Apple, and then gave my two weeks notice and slipped a vacation week in to go to Japan in between those two. So I basically did it as I'll take. Uh, you know, I, I gave two weeks notice, but it was really one week and then two weeks of vacation and then another week. And I did that partially because that way I came back and was able to answer more questions, frankly, when, uh, when they had questions in the interim about things. And, uh, it was long, long story, including they actually had layoffs, uh, during those two weeks. Um, so oh it, was, it was, yeah, um, that's a long story about the deepest pit of hell, uh, where I worked for <laughs> that. Um, but that's a whole other story. At any rate, so I, I went to Japan while we were doing Mikado, interesting enough. Um, and I stayed. Uh, they were in Kobe, and so I stayed on their on their futon. And and they had taught me. Um, you know, they they had worked on their their degree was on gamification of language learning. And so they had basically huh. gotten me a couple of apps and said, "Look, you can actually navigate the uh, navigate. You know, the very efficient train system they have there. It's uh, it's very easy. Um, you know, you can spend a week or two learning this, and then and then come here and like in a, in two or three days you'll be able to get the lay of the land. And then you can look up the stuff online before you go." And and we can certainly advise different places, and we'll go with you the first couple of days. But then it's a it's a work week after that, and you could just go for the excursions from our place. And they're right, like in in two or three days. Like I I, I remember getting off the train one day and being like, okay, am am I good? Um, am I going to be able to find food? And I look, and I and the first thing I see, you know, written in in kana is udon. So and I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, and and I mean, you know, I'm not going to be able to read it fluently or whatever, but uh, but at least in terms of navigating, that was fine. And so I basically spent a week and a half with them, and the last week I took up to Tokyo, and and um, and and I went to Tokyo Disney, and I, I spent some time uh, some time there, and and or there was one other little excursion, like um, you know, Hiroshima and and Miyajima were about three hours uh, by train ride, so that was still doable in a day. But I also went down to Matsuyama, which is uh, where Dogo Onsen, where the where the bathhouse from Spirited Away was based on. Oh. Uh, and uh, and so I'd I'd wanted to see that in addition to a couple of other things I had around there. But that's like a six or seven hour trip. So at that point, I, I stayed in a ryokan in a traditional Japanese inn. It was one place where nobody spoke any English, and um, they had uh, and was great because it was like eight. Um, eight rooms and they had a common place where they served food for everybody you know these inland sea delicacies it must have been pretty expensive what have you and, and they brought out the stuff the very thin uh one remove the fish was sliced so thin it looked like you know pickled ginger and oh, they wow. said, and they said fugu and i'm oh, like geez. oh crap um i am like <laughs> you know that i had said before that was the one i am very adventurous about food but if if there's something that could potentially kill you in two seconds uh uh, you know, I mean, they have to go to school for this. I'm sure that would have been fine. I actually called more. I'm like, what do I do? Will they be insulted? And they're like, it's okay. Just be polite. They'll, they'll be right. And then they brought out this this other fish, breaded fish. And they're like, fugu. And I'm like, oh, geez. And I mean, they had plenty of other <laughs> stuff to eat, too. But I'm like, all right, nobody else is collapsing dead here. Why the hell not? Um, and, and it was it was kind of like a white fish. It was actually very unremarkable um i mean mm-hmm. it was it was good but and and there were lots of other you know amazing things that i had on that on that trip but like um you know i, I was got, kind of guilted myself into eating it and and i i'm not sure why i was so trepidatious about it like i said chances are uh i would be fine but um but i i have to say that you know um the amount that i had been holding in after laura's death and i mean as much as everything else was um uh, you know, as much as I had opening night for my show and, and things like that, like just the overall running around 
uh, Japan, which you know, it's one thing running around Europe, but Japan feels like a very different culture. And um, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, being up in the mountains in the fall um, at the you know um, by some of the temples and 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 hiking and just in the woods and just this feeling of peace coming over you that was just. Um, Un- unbelievable. Um, you know, I-, I partook in a tea ceremony and didn't botch it too badly. They were very nice about it. And, and, um, and you know, um, I-, I hiked around you know, the castles. They- uh, there were suits of samurai armor I could try on, which uh, a couple of local tourists helped me get into and were taking pictures because they-, <laughs> they thought it was hysterical. And, and um, you know, um, and-, and went to Akihabara in, in-, in Tokyo, you know, the um, the the land of uh, the the specific place of like you know high tech area and also mm-hmm. um, like the best manga and and made cafes and some things that would kind of make you cringe and I'm like am I in the right place and then I see a picture as I get off the the escalator in um, uh, of a cell phone a picture of a cell phone with an X on it and it says it said presumably in Japanese but also said in English no upskirting and I'm like yeah I'm in the right oh place, my god I'm sure <laughs> so yeah uh, Japan like I, I I could go on for a while there were a million stories about that and like I mean just just really the first time running around for myself after all this and and this hitting me like it was just a very very special time in my life in addition to I have to say one of the friendliest countries to to visit everybody there was mm-hmm. just you know if I was having trouble with directions somebody was running late for the Shinkansen would stop and 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 ask if I needed help with directions I mean just wow um, yeah but that that's my only trip to Asia thus far but I, I made that count um, I learned a little bit of uh, uh, of Thai before we went to uh, Thailand did, how much Japanese did you end up speaking while you were there. Very, very little. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think the word that I probably repeated more than anything else was uh, sumimasen, because uh, I felt oh, like yeah. a, bull, a bull in a china Useful. shop. And so I was just, you know, apologizing left and right, um, mm-hmm. particularly when I was hauling my my bags around um, on the on the train uh, that were, you know, way too big for going on the train. And in fact, uh, broke. I had to buy new luggage in the middle oh, of that gosh. trip. And yeah, I was running through Shinjuku trying to find uh, luggage. Yeah, um, I didn't have to use a whole lot either. Uh, we used some numbers when we were shopping. That was that was mostly oh, yes. and uh, you know yep. greetings and that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, cool. All right, let's uh, let's go to Europe next. That's that's the only other place that I have to talk about, which is um, a couple of years ago, uh, I had a work trip to Poland, which was kind of exciting because it was a a, a region of Poland that some of my uh, ancestors, for lack of a better word, um, presumably came from, from the information that we have. So that was kind of interesting. Cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, I don't know how much of my impression of it was formed by uh, just the, the, the image of, of, the, of Eastern Europe in popular culture um, or the fact that it was uh, February, <laughs> January, it might have been January. Um, but it was, it was cold and it, it was a little bit forbidden, forbidding in some, in some ways. Uh, but it was, it was interesting. We ended up going to, to Krakow, um, on a Sunday and then mostly roamed around the, uh, uh, the smaller town where we were for work. Um, but, but just kind of spending that time there on Sunday was really wild. Cool. Um, and, and just really, uh, just really interesting. Um, and then I took a little extra time in London on the way back. I, I flew over there and, and just stayed there for three days. And I wish I'd spent more time walking around London and, and just taking it in, but I spent a ton of time in museums instead. <laughs> you know, I went to the globe and I went to the Tate and I went to, uh, the British museum and I went to the national gallery. Mm. I feel like I'm forgetting one, but like, I, I basically just, I'm like, it's free and they're all right here. I'm going to go. So I spent a lot oh, yeah. of time doing that. Um, but it was, it was great. And I would totally go back, um, Poland, I guess I would probably go back, but it's, it's definitely, um, it's the most (laughs) foreign feeling place, um, that I had been up to that point. Yeah. Um, I know you've been to more places in Europe, or at least I think that's true. I, I have, um, and, uh, and I promise not to make uh, each story is as long as I made the uh, Japan one, um, but uh, 
in in order so i mean as this is taking place in france i have been to france um so when Laura got out of the Peace Corps, so she was there 2001 to 2003 in Senegal, which I'll get to um, uh, in a moment. Um, but uh, we, I mean, and that's a French-speaking country, former French colony, and, uh, and we actually, on the way back out of her Peace Corps service, we met in Paris. So um, uh, we flew out there, um, and we spent uh, a week or so, maybe a little more than a week there. Uh, they were having a, it was... Um, parents anniversary actually I mean if it was uh, beginning in the middle of June and they were having a horrible heat wave uh, but uh, but we had we had a fantastic time there I mean as you can imagine and we did a couple of side excursions we went to um, uh, Versailles and to um, and like uh, Normandy this little uh, we had uh, lunch at this old mill um, it was just you know it was something out of like I picture Rick Steves going there and, and just it was it was great and the other one was we went to Monet's Gardens at Giverny which was amazing because they maintained the grounds about as as well as um, in about the same shape that they hoped that it was when when Monet was there and so literally hmm. they will they will grab you walk you in a certain direction turn you and say face that way and like you are staring at a Monet painting in real life. Wow. You were staring at, you know, um, yeah, you know, at Waterloo's or whatever. I mean, just, just, uh, that was, that was utterly breathtaking. Um, That's so, pretty wild. Uh, yeah. And that, that was the excursions were kind of a last minute thing too. Like, I mean, I, I do like to do some things we, we plan or, um, some things you need to plan ahead of time, especially if they're booked up or you need tickets or things like that, and some things are just do whatever. And that was the, okay, we have some free time. What do we do? Let's find a couple of excursions and get out. I, I don't like to drive in foreign countries. I'm nervous enough sometimes about driving here, to be honest, um, to have to worry about um, foreign uh, foreign behavior or something like that. I, I would rather take um, transportation, uh, if I have public transportation or something, if I can. So that's how I'll usually do the excursion. So that was mm -hmm. perfect for this. And, and Versailles, of course, was as mind-blowing as you would expect, just, um, you know, the, the architecture and, and everything. Um, and I would love to get to other places in, in France, uh, but uh, my, my rule is trying not to visit a country again after I visited it until I hit every one of my bucket list. So uh, I, may oh, wow. break, I may break that at some point, because uh, we, uh, we have friends that are in mutual friends who are in Vienna and uh, I uh, might try to make it there at some point but um, I digress uh, and anyway so that was France that was um, that was 2003 um, then the next trip what's that oh sorry go ahead okay so then then the next trip was the Japan trip I mentioned 2013 the next trip was I, I seem to do it like every two years at this point 2015 uh, my voice teacher at the time uh, he had a chamber singers group he since moved to Oregon uh, but um, his chamber singers, he's like, uh, you know, uh, we we do trips every once in a while. We did trips to China a few years ago. We're doing trips to England, uh, Wales, and, and Ireland and um, this summer, and we are actually short on bases. And I'm like, here's my arm, twist. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, two weeks in, um, and, you know, we didn't make, uh, it, London was not on that trip. So uh, mm -hmm. it was Chester and York, and York was... York was mind blowing. Like, I mean, you know, I, I go gaga for, for seeing, you know, medieval cities. And I mean, this is like, you know, nearly a completely medieval wall around the entire city. And, and like, you get there and then the minster, the, the gigantic minster that's sitting at like a 45 degree angle from everything else, like, was just, I, I, I've, if we were still using traditional um, film, I don't know how many rolls of, of film I would have used up taking pictures around there. That was just, um, that that city was amazing, and then um, and then we went to Wales. We went to this Lededno, uh, um, which is this um, uh, town on the water, and uh, where we uh, there was downtime, uh, where I was actually doing laundry that day, and and ended up talking to a guy who apparently his daughter was born in the states in the same hospital Lara was born. Uh, meanwhile, a bunch of other people jumped in the car and drove um, and drove about an hour away to uh, Point Myron. Mm -hmm. um, uh, bec uh, and because they, and yet they had never seen the prisoner in their life. They didn't. Half of them didn't even know what it was. Oh my gosh! And like I would have killed to see that. If anybody's li listening, um, 
and uh, and would like us to do the prisoner at some point. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, um, just that would have been a magnificent side excursion. And then then for Ireland, then we went to uh, we were in Dublin and Cork and uh, and finished up in in Limerick and and flew out of Shannon. We uh, you know I went to the Guinness factory, uh, went to Bunratty Castle at one point where Bunratty Mead comes from. Uh, we we sang in you know eight hundred year old castles and cathedrals and um you know got to participate in the mass on, on one of them even and and uh so that was that was you know mind-blowing um 2017 um i did munich for oktoberfest and actually what i did was i started in vienna uh then in a few days then i went to prague for three days and oh my god prague is amazing um, I, I wish I could spend you know, a lot more time there. Although, you know, uh, at least German I was able to bone up on, but but Czech I wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but you know, I stayed in a, in a really good. I mean, kind of a B and B, and just it was utterly. You know, I mean, because that's the one place where you know, probably one of the most well preserved cities in Europe. A lot of cases when they do filming. And they want it to look, you know, somewhere in Europe or whatever. I'll do Prague, and um, and things are very affordable there too, in uh, comparison to the rest of Europe as as well. You know, God, the arts uh, is thriving there. You want to go see an opera for you know like for pennies essentially. Uh, um, it's it's phenomenal. Going through the Jewish quarter and, and just um, yeah, um, I can't rave about that enough. And then then I hopped across the border and. Um, and Munich was my staging place for the next week. But prior to that, I spent one night in, and this is the one place where they only spoke German, um, place that Laura and I had planned on. And you mentioned Poland being a, uh, being a place chasing your ancestors. Well, Laura's ancestors all came over. Wisconsin's very similar to, to Germany in terms of terrain, stuff like that. So her ancestors came over in the 1800s. Um, her grandmother lived until 2001. She was 98, and she's told stories about um, her family. You know, she had letters that still said Minnesota Territory on them. Um, and so that they, they knew roughly the lineage of where this was. And so there's this little mountain town in the middle of nowhere, um, slightly off the beaten pack, path of, of the trains, uh, but was able to get there. And like I said, the one place where nobody spoke English. But uh, I'm like, I'll just do this for the night. We never got to do it. Um, I feel like I, I, I need to do this for her. And the town square, it's really a little roundabout um, up at the top of the mountains, had this little obelisk in the middle, and it was a um, obelisk commemorating all of the uh, folks that had fallen during the, uh, the wars of unification in the 1870s. Mm-hmm. And I found Laura's relative there, and it said, oh, blah, wow. blah, Limburger died, blah, 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 Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wow. And, and, and so that morning... Uh, the next morning I had to uh, grab the train and like there was not going to be another train all day or whatever so I'm like I, I need to grab it their tourist office was open for like half an hour before that train I, I had to book it down you know get to the train so I, the tourist office was there and I actually managed to, somebody there spoke English and and um, they, they went you know apeshit they went nuts when I told them this and like we managed to exchange information I gave them Laura's relatives information you know her sister and her mother and stuff like that so they could talk and then, and then you know booked it down to uh uh, down to the train, so there was there was that, and then there was you know Oktoberfest, which was absolutely amazing. I, I don't don't need to go on about that too much. Um, I did excursions to uh, to Dachau, which is only like half an hour away, to you know Schwanstein, and you know the gigantic castles uh, mm-hmm. stayed there overnight. To Rotenburg out of Tauber, which is this medieval village, I stayed there over overnight in like you know place that was built right off the town square in the 1300s, and and um, there's. About you know, there's multiple stories I can tell about that one, but but we'll be here all night. Um, <laughs> so so that that we was, don't even have time for the next continent. Yeah, I, well, the next continent's <laughs> short. Uh, but um, so there's there's that, and then uh, to make it, I will make this very quick. Uh, and then 2019, um, I did Italy. So I did three days in Rome, and then I stayed with friends that were staying for a month in a in a villa in Tuscany, and basically said, "Do you want to come crash with us?" And so I did that, and I went to Pisa and. And Montalcino, which is a really good wine town, and then we went to Siena. Siena was Siena was mind blowing. And then I only had a day and a half in Florence, you know, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so, like, I do feel like I need to get back there at some point, and you know, and to um, Milan, and I want to get down to Naples and and you know what have you. But um, yeah, that was that was an incredible trip on its own. Um, and then then I will I will clear up by saying, or I will end up by saying, that was the last for Europe, but. Um, 
uh, I will quick, quickly sneak in Africa, which is to say that I had two weeks in Senegal towards the end of Laura's service. And you want to talk about feeling like, you know, fish out of water culture-wise. Um, that was that that was probably the most that I've I've been in. And, you know, the main city, Dakar, is, is fairly modern for, for West Africa or whatever. But, you know, then eventually we made it into the village. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's February. It's 85 degrees out and people are wearing turtlenecks, which is hysterical. Um, <laughs> uh, Lori used to say that she knew she adjusted to the place when it was 120 degrees in the shade and she wasn't sweating. Um, oh, man. Uh, you know, it was, it was essentially Eid. You know the the end of Ramadan, and so it was a big feast time. We we bought the village a, a goat, um, and they actually slaughtered it in front of us. Um, and you know it was an honor, and and that was fascinating its own. And they gave us a lot of the the organ meat too, which is um, uh, how I found out I actually like liver. Surprisingly, um, <laughs> but uh, the kids were busy playing with the entrails. Uh, you know, when we went fishing among the mangroves um, in this little resort town, and and that that you know. Again, if I talk about Europe and I talk about Japan, and, and you, you know, you can think about that and you're like, okay, Japan sounds exotic or whatever and all that for, for us, but okay, but like, you know, um, Africa, I think most of us have, you know, I, I'm not sure how much of a, of a clue we might have about that. That was such a different experience, well, different experience from everything I've had since, and that was really my first time outside of North America on top of all that. Oh, wow. Um, that, you know, I mean, I, I'm sorry in a way I left this to last because I could go on for a long time about that. Oh, so, I know. Uh, but but the, the nice thing is that there's at least one more travel episode of uh, AbFab. So, you know, I suppose <laughs> to be continued. I, I don't know. There we go. Always leave them on a cliffhanger. Yeah, I will. I will shut the hell up now. <laughs> well, you have a lot of great stories. I mean, I, I suppose there were more detail I could have told about mine, but I never remember those things. I just have impressions um, and photos. A lot of photos. Yeah. Odd. Often of paintings, so that's what I do. I I, um, I, I don't like <laughs> taking pictures of myself on, yeah, on because I'm same. like, you know what? Here's this beautiful painting, this beautiful architecture, whatever. I already know what I look like. <laughs> I don't I need don't proof that I was it. there, but but yeah. now now I've just started doing online dating, so I'm regretting not having taken those pictures. Oh well. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sure we'll talk more about that then in one of the other travel episodes. For now, we do need to take a quick break. And then we'll come back and watch the actual episode itself. All right, it's time to watch the third episode of the first season of AbFab, which is France. Um, you know the drill. Uh, cue up your video, whatever it is you're watching it on. And uh, we will uh, start at the same time. I'm going to turn on closed captioning, so I have that. All right. Everyone ready? I don't know why yep. I say everyone. I mean you, Jeff. Okay. Mm. Well, everybody at home. I think that's yes. very courteous of you. <laughs> well, they're not going to be able to answer me. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Once again, overhead shot to start out with. Mm -hmm. I know I'm crazy, but I do like that. Um, I do like that jigsaw coat. <laughs> yeah, it feels very familiar. I wonder how many times she's worn it. I mean, it does fit with the six doctor look, but um, <laughs> but I don't know. It feels more tasteful. Oh, first reference to Matina. Mm She's checking her phone for bugs. 
Oh, she kept money in there. <laughs> or Jace. Do you know Safi? <laughs> Or possibly asleep. <laughs> Suctioned onto her face. Stolen. <laughs> Or stash. You know, stash tea. It's a brand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, grand is in fine form. Yes. I think they invented the color gray from that jacket. Don't call Patsy that. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that is fair. <laughs> no, John Stewart, actually. Hmm. <laughs> Man, lots of foreshadowing here. Yeah. Vodka.
<laughs> that sneer. Her Billy Idol lip. <laughs> oh god, that's like my dad playing the accordion. No, my dad would say, look at the beautiful mountains and nearly drive off the uh, road <laughs> when we've been in like New Hampshire, Vermont. Because, of course, we had to go see the leaves change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See kids, this is what happened before GPS. <laughs> Lights, models, dress list, <laughs> guest list. I want peanuts now. Hey, it's the young one set. <laughs> Uh, we've got some lentils. There's some foreshadowing too. Yes. <laughs> One of my favorite lines. And again, Patsy's grin. Yep. No, this way BBC saves on uh, lighting costs. <laughs> it's 
She's drunk so much and she's still so high strung. <laughs> Her shirt. <laughs> Vichatable. <laughs> Her whimpers. Surprised the sub there aren't subtitles in uh, in this. <laughs> Spoils the reveal. Yeah, that's true. I understood a little of that, but not quite enough. I was gonna say I know I know enough French to uh, I know enough <laughs> French to be able to pick that up. And we've seen this. Yeah, well, it's true. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. 
this the first time we get a full scene without the two of them? Mm. <laughs> Grandma sings Jimi Hendrix, a cover album. French toast <laughs> in English. I shouldn't have watched this before dinner. I'm so hungry now. <laughs> I love that they found an excuse to bring Safi and Bubble up there too. I mean, I think the joke would have worn thin if they tried to stretch it out without mm -hmm. having them. <laughs> and plus, more tension this way. Yes. There were a lot of bloopers from this episode. Really? Yeah. Just murmuring to her wine glass. Most shows don't get to go abroad to do an episode their first season. It's true. Look how long it took Doctor Who to do it. Yeah. 
I think City of Death was the first one. Really? First one. That's a fairly normal outfit. Mm hmm. <laughs> She's so excited. <laughs> I have to wonder how, how much, much of, of this was improvised. improvised. Oh, that's so funny. Wow, jinx. <laughs> place just happen to have a monopoly around or apparently Safi bring it Safi might have brought it <laughs> but I'm bubble. I'm always silly. <laughs> When did you figure out that twist when you first watched the episode? Mm, probably about at this point. Okay. I was going to say, I figured it out pretty pretty quickly. I uh, realized what he was asking. Wait, does that say Razzle? Oh, I don't know. This is Jeffrey McGivern, though. Yes. Oh, that's right. Her face. 
<laughs> it's called an earthquake. <laughs> Say it in French, she'll get it. <laughs> Mostly harmless. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the sommelier was uh, the producer or director mm. I don't know why I think that but I have no idea I didn't remember seeing a credit go by for him so that makes me think it even more <laughs> uh, that's a good one mm. alright we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back to discuss that episode alright everybody it's time to talk about France the Ab Fab episode Jeff what'd you think Okay, I was going to talk about France, the country, but I guess we did that earlier. Um, <laughs> I, I quite liked it. I, um, I I like the fact that we get to see a lot of the uh, other supporting characters, even with uh, Pats and Safi not, uh, Pats and and, um, and Eddie not around. Um, I like the excuse of them bringing into the um, ending up um, there with them. Otherwise, it probably would have been a pretty dull episode. Um, so we get more of a full uh, set of dynamics on that. Um, it, it felt like things, it, it feels a little tighter. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, uh, and I do love the, uh, the double reveal at the end, you know, the fact that they were, uh, like I said, I actually figured it out fairly easy, but, uh, quickly, but, uh, I love the fact that, um, their, their hubris at not speaking French basically, uh, shot themselves in the foot. <laughs> uh, and, and then of course, uh, the one bit that I certainly didn't, uh, guess was, um, that, uh, Patsy was sniffing talcum powder. Because <laughs> you figured she's done enough that she probably would know, unless you're really going for the placebo effect there. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, <laughs> I had forgotten that twist as well. Um, yeah, I like this one a lot too. It, I've started. I've just remembered that we probably should be ranking these, and so I've I've started putting that together as well. But uh, this is mm. uh, definitely above. Uh, at least one of the other ones, I would think. Um, and it's funny because I didn't recollect liking this one very much. Hmm. But watching it again, uh, I really do enjoy a lot of the dynamics and the interplay between them. I, I love all the little zingers that uh, uh, Mrs. Monsoon has uh, in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I love all, all the bubble stuff is, is always great. Uh, mm -hmm. everything she says is hilarious. Um, yeah, I like the, uh, some of the weird bits with Patsy as well. Um, <laughs> not just the cocaine stuff, but, no, but um, again, she could do so much with just, just, just her lips, mm -hmm. <laughs> the mosquito line, uh, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Uh, it just, it's just as fun and it's nice in a way to have them on their own and just completely helpless. <laughs> for a little while before Safi and Bubbles show up, uh, just kind of underscores how uh, incompetent at staying alive they are. S somehow have managed to make it this this long without completely. Yeah, I mean, starving we've seen to them death. In the first 
two episodes uh, be in their home environment and where they've learned to basically navigate uh, yes problems. good point so, so you know taking them fish out of water i mean you can you can see pretty quickly how this is going to go downhill and that did not disappoint and of course they're they're hubris in terms of you know um not admitting that they don't speak a word of french and you know um, <laughs> yeah just yep brilliant and and i do and as we said at the same time jinx like i want to know how much of that ping pong scene was uh i'm sorry table tennis was uh Improv. I'm guessing pretty much all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, this is fun. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to add that we didn't say in here. I mean, location filming, I think, is always fun. It's always it's always great to see um, see everyone in a different context. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the parts are a little weird, like <laughs> her sort of rushing around the town trying to buy things, and she kind of just goes into. Uh, the coffee shop and then goes right back out because everyone stops and looks at her. Uh, it's it's an interesting sort of like it feels impressionistic in a way um, that there isn't actually any writing there of things happening, but just kind of her dithering around mainly. Mm-hmm. They remind me in this of of Sims characters that you know get stuck in a bathtub or something and just starve to death. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, um, I mean, wh- I wonder. I wonder how much of this. I mean, as we know that there's at least one episode coming up, and that there's multiple episodes, but one in particular, uh, which is also a, um, also one where they go on a trip. Um, and I, I wonder how much of that was stuff that they thought up during this one, and uh, mm. um, and felt like that should go in there. Um, and of course, I'm also curious about. Uh, you mentioned that there's a lot of outtakes. So I'm curious to see those. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are just, I messed up this line, haha, but yeah. uh, it's it's still fun. Well, uh, I guess we don't have that much to say here, um, so maybe it's time to wrap it up. I mean, I, I have a lot more to say in terms of uh, the travel stuff, but I think <laughs> about time to wrap it up. Hang on to that. Yeah, I mean, as you pointed out, we may have an opportunity to bring that back, um, but for now... We will uh, cap this episode and say uh, join us next time for episode four. And until then, this has been Drew. This has been Jeff. And you've been listening to Starship Podcast Warlock. Warlock. Bye, everybody. Au revoir.